When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy speculation and advice. Now, along with the guys from Fanball.com, here's the host for Fantasy Football Weekly, Paul Charchian. Welcome to the first ever playoff edition of Fantasy Football Weekly. I'm Paul Charchi, and my co-host today is Brian Johnson. Hi, Brian. Hey, Charchi. We've done the show 25 years now. We've never gone into the off-season at all, including the postseason. First time ever. Yeah, normally it's uh, pack up after week 16, and it's see you uh, see see in August. Yeah, Even though exactly. we do see each other in the off-season, but yeah. not behind the mic unless we're I, I, podcasting. But Yeah, which we do as well. Um, this is going to be fun. What I, I Instead of breaking down the Week 17 matchups, because you really should not be no. crowning your champion in Week 17, you already know that, and you know, I think 95% of our listeners aren't doing it that way. The other 5% are just stubborn, and they've heard all the rationale, and I'm not even going to get into that. We're going to spend this podcast talking about the playoffs, because most people are going to hear this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday of next week, rolling into the playoffs. Playoffs, fantasy football, so much fun, and you get redemption. Most of us didn't win our leagues, right? One right. in 12 did, one in 10 did. Um, here's some redemption and a chance to extend the fun. We're going to talk about all the different ways you can play playoff fantasy football. But first, before we dive into that too much, you can also keep playing DFS as well. Yeah, if you that's want what to. Week 17 is really made for, is the it DFS. Is. It is for DFS. Now, my, my overarching strategy is don't get cute with the teams with nothing to play for yes you can go out and chase the robert griffin the third mm-hmm. or even like the dumpster diver teams like the but you never well, know yeah, what but, their yeah, intentions but, are sure and there is some danger with that right does miami decide they want to get a look at one last look at josh rosen right, right. well now what you just yeah. put you know you just you just started Devonte parker so i like to key in on the teams that still have something to play for mm-hmm. and we can run through those really quick so the teams that have made the playoffs but are locked in Probably going to rest their starters. Baltimore, yeah, Buffalo, Minnesota. Buffalo, Minnesota. 
fade all those guys. Yeah, for sure. Teams that made the playoffs, but it's still very fluid, i.e. something to play for. Yeah. New England, Kansas City, San Francisco, New Orleans, Green Bay, Seattle, and even Houston, who can move up to three and knock out their division rival, Tennessee. And then winning in Tennessee and Philadelphia and in with some help is Pittsburgh, Oakland, and Dallas. So those are the only teams I'm advocating for DFS usage, really. Because you know they're going to play to win, to play win. all their starters. You know, there are some teams out there that may not be playing to win in Week 17. Oh yeah, like who? You know, draft position changes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, totally, you know, yeah. there's you know, there's so don't just yeah avoid the 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 mess of yeah. the, the, the Washingtons and the the Giants and the Jets and all that. What do you think about teams like Chicago playing against a Viking team that has nothing to play for? You know, David Montgomery could easily go off. Vikings will be missing two of their starting linebackers. And who knows how many if by inj- for injury. And then they might just rest most of the rest of their starting defense. Yeah, but you never know. Like, third string running back on the Bears could be Coach's pet, and he's going to get a ton yeah. of run in this game. So you, it's, there's so many unknowns. It's clearly not David Montgomery. Yeah, right? <laughs> not that David much we Montgomery. can say with a, a degree of certainty. All right, if you want to try DFS Week 17, please go to fanball.com. And we have Superflex DFS oh, yeah. as well, which is uh, super fun, Superflex. So when you're playing playoffs, let's turn our attention back to the playoffs and playoff fantasy football. Mm-hmm. First, just some overarching things, and then we're going to actually talk about some of the formats you might want to try in your leagues. First, test drive new ideas here. If you've got, um, if you, for your main league, if you've always wanted to try this thing, auctioning. You want to update your scoring system to something else. You want to go PPR. If you want to try Superflex, you know, whatever. This is the time to test drive those ideas with especially reluctant owners in your league. Yeah. Like the auction's a great example. People get all get their get all nervous about an auction. It's gonna to take too long. It's it's too hard. I can't get drunk at the, the draft, all that stuff. <laughs> test drive the auction for your for your for your fantasy great league idea. in the playoffs. And we always say it. We we Everyone should be auctioning in their regular leagues, but it's, it's a scary notion for a lot of people to do that. But yeah, yeah I love uh, dipping your toes in the water in the playoffs, but no one ever goes back from auctioning them. No, right? Nobody Remember goes back. No, it's a one-way It's, it's a, one a way great, great place to test drive. Though, for right? sure. So what scoring system changes are another one. Maybe you want to try fantasy without kickers or with kickers or, you know, whatever you want to do, this is the time to do it. I've had a lot of people ask me if you can run a guillotine league in the playoffs. And I think you can. Why not? Um, this would be a chance to test your water on the test the waters for a guillotine league. And here's how you would do it: you'd start with eight teams, mm-hmm. and you would chop two every week. I think you could do it with four teams and chop one every week. But I think eight teams, the bo- the bottom scoring two every week get chopped. Mm-hmm. I think you'd have to do lar- big ro- bigger rosters here because you're not going to be redrafting and you're not going to be using free agency. You're yeah. gonna you're just going to hold all the guys you have. Mm-hmm. So but and you... part of the fun of Guillotine League really is is the redraft is getting going after those free agents. But so in a perfect Guillotine League, Brian, I think you would. So if you and I get cut in the first round of the playoffs, all of our players become available, and ideally the re- the surviving players could have a redraft of all of the players in the playoffs, including really... my including my guys that got dropped and your guys that got dropped. Well, you because you. Really wouldn't want to draft players on a buy in the guillotine league, right? <laughs> no, there's no it's multiplier. super dangerous. Yeah, right. so yeah, you're going to have to do a redraft every every week. I think you're right. So, or you have to have really deep rosters mm-hmm. so that you your bye week guys, you know, just aren't starters. You're not losing that much. One other thing as a broad topic before we get into the specific things. 
where to host these is a real problem for people. When we were talking about this on Twitter, and I'm at Paul Charchi, and Brian is at BTXJ, people are like, well, this all sounds great, but where do I play this? And you know, for all of these great ideas, mostly, I think you have two options. Play at My Fantasy League, which is free in the playoffs. It's a yeah. service that does all, it does everything, basically, yeah. but it's not, it's not the world's easiest service. No. Uh, but it's free, and if you dork around with it, you'll probably get it to your settings. Or you're just going to do it by hand. You're going to do it. All, you're going to do it yourself. You're going to do it in Excel, or you're going to do it in a Google Doc, or you're going to do it by fax. If you're going to, you're going to do it by smoke signal to the rest of the league, whatever. Text message. Uh, I think you're going to you're going to go old school on it. Yeah, I definitely advocate for MFL, my fantasy league. I mean, they charge what seventy bucks a league for the mm-hmm. regular season, so getting to do it for free yep. that is a uh, that's a definite bonus. And like you said, it's very customizable. A little tough to use, but you you get the hang of it pretty quick. Yeah, I like my fantasy league, and the people behind it are great. Um, otherwise, you could probably do it offline. ESPN and Yahoo. I looked today, Brian. Today, and it's this is the week before the playoffs. As we're recording this, they they don't have anything live right now, but I think. They both have playoff fantasy games, but you got to play their style. Yeah. You got to play their game, yep. and that's it. There's no customizability. So I think a lot of us are doing it on spreadsheet. That's my playoff league. It's been running on spreadsheet for 20 years. My playoff fantasy uh, league. So there's uh, there's all of that. Let's, it's not uh, too laborious with only three four weeks of action and only no, yeah, you teams. can do it by it's, hand. It's not too bad. And honestly, it, in some ways, it for those of us that did it by hand for a long time in the 80s and the 90s for me the hey, 80s I, I did too believe it you know, or not you're right. young enough to have done that oh, yeah. all right okay then yeah it's just it's a little it feels a little old school it's a little fun like it used to be i wouldn't want to do it every week but i don't mind doing it in the playoffs broadly in the playoffs for fantasy football you have two decisions to make are you playing a traditional fantasy style league with like eight teams and a draft or something like that. Or are you doing a style of play, Brian, that could apply to 100 leagues or 100 players or 1,000 players in pool leagues? So I'm broadly calling them like fantasy style playoff leagues and then pool leagues. Okay. The pool leagues, again, every you unlimited number of players, shared player pool in a pool league. The fantasy style is is much like what you what we run during the season. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's, uh, I want to break down some fantasy league styles here. First, here's the league I've been in for whatever reason. We'll call this the charge fan, the charge playoff fantasy league. Exactly six teams in each league because there are 12 playoff teams. That way, you can call them conferences almost, right? Well, there, are, well, yeah, not really. Not really. Um, so there are six. I, I play with six teams in my playoff league, mm-hmm. and the six teams that means Brian gets two team quarterbacks because there are twelve NFL teams in the playoffs. I get two team quarterbacks. You get two team kickers. I get two team kickers, et cetera, et cetera. So the way I play is two two team quarterbacks, four running backs, four receivers, two tight ends, and two team kicker and two team defense. So that's that's the format that I use. And once you take the Patriots quarterback or whichever team, then I can't take the Patriots quarterback, obviously. Right. And it's team quarterback because there's no pickups. Mm-hmm. There's no drops. There's no ads. You just you you draft everybody and you just score everybody that's still alive. Um there's no moves, there's no bench, you just everybody scores. That's that is how I play. Now, do you have a particular by, by the way, as a as a side note here, do you have a preference for 
trying to draft wild card teams or avoiding wild card teams? Because that's the key delineator of yeah. success in a playoff fantasy team. It is a very Roster. polarizing uh, strategy to either fade the playoff teams or draft them. The wild or card the wild card teams. teams I'm yeah. sorry, because it's one way or another. They're going to get bounced early mm-hmm. or... You have like you get four as games a, as a as a former Giants fan or a Giants fan on hold. That's when the teams get hot going into the wild, like right. and they yeah, and then you accumulate more points. And especially, and we'll get into the formats where you know the points double each round. Mm-hmm. You got to sit on teams with a bye until the second round. You know, even yeah, though you get although a lot points, of teams get double points but there, you, but you, yeah. you get a goose egg in the wild card round because mm-hmm. they're not playing, of course. But in generally, in general. <sighs> I don't really know. It depends on the year, really, which way I'm going to go with it. It depends on the wild card team. As of right now, I'm not feeling too good about the Vikings. I don't know how many oh, Vikings right. I would well, be right. drafting. Wobble, you know? yeah, very wobbly, right? But uh, in general, I would still just not even look at if they're a wild card or if they have a bye or a division winner, just how well I think they're going to do moving forward in the playoffs. And uh, Here's why I, I draft lots of wild card teams, and here's why. One, I get four game upside. So it, the only way I can get the only way you can get four games out of your player is if it go, you go wild card to Super Bowl, and you may say to yourself, "Well, that never happens." But in reality, it happens pretty often. Mm-hmm. Like one out of every four years, you've got a wild card team that gets to the Super Bowl. Maybe it's even one every three. I should really run the analysis at some point. Um, you mentioned the Giants. The Steelers did it not that long ago. It's 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 by no means impossible to do. You really can do it. Um, so there's that. Which is, uh, which is one of the reasons I like it. The other is this. If I told you that, let's say you took the, the, the Ravens, and the Ravens were going to get knocked out, and they, they were going to make it to the AFC Championship game and get knocked out, you feel like, well, it's pretty good. I got to the AFC Championship game. I got one game away from the playoffs. But the Ravens only played two games. If I can get a wild card winner, I got two games. All I need is a wild card winner, and I've got the equivalent of a team that got a bye getting to the championship game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same two te- same two games. I'm looking for the number of games. I like the wild card teams. I, I would lean that way as well. All right. Let's talk about some other options. You can redraft before every round, starting in – you can redraft basically you – know, you can have a full redraft after every round. This takes a committed group of owners. Have, yeah. you, ever, have you ever done it this way? I have not. I would. I would be that committed, but I've had trouble finding owners that committed that would uh, partake in this format, but I like it. I think you do it in the office. Yeah. So you'd go, okay, every week of the season, or every week of the playoffs, on Tuesday, we're all going out to lunch every Tuesday, and we're going to draft for that week's games. Mm -hmm. And you pick whatever, you know, you pick whatever roster size you want, but it can be a smaller roster size if you're doing it this way, because nobody's going to draft bi-week teams, and... By the time you get to the Super Bowl, you're only drafted. There's only, you know, there's only two quarterbacks to be had. Now, if you're going to do it this way, one of the things that people will do, Brian, I find this fascinating. If you're going to redraft after every one, no, after every after every week, knowing that the, like there's only two quarterbacks for the playoffs, no roster requirement, none. You don't have to fill a quarterback spot. Just all flex, basically. Just all flex. Yeah, it's an all not? flex roster. Why not? You could. You could just do an all flex <laughs> roster. Whatever, whatever makes it fun. Yes. So then you can keep drafting all the way to the Super Bowl. And when the two quarterbacks go off the board, fine. You're just not, you know, you're, you're going you're gonna to go running back or whatever. So an all-flex roster. So I think that works. Um, how about this as a variant? And by the way, thanks to the people on Twitter that gave me some of the variations they've got. As an, in an, using an auction format 
and you auction between every round, but the money you spend in the first round is gone. The auction amount does not reset. So if you save a bunch of money in the first round, you can go to the second round and get and and you've got you control, you know, you might control the board because you got the most money at that point. And what would you recommend just going cheap on wildcard players in the first round and then saving all your money for the, the Lamar Jacksons and the But somebody could somebody could auction Lamar Jackson in the first well, round. That's true. Sit on him for a week. Yeah. Right. Uh, although if you're doing a fresh auction with all new players, then yeah, you would save money knowing Lamar Jackson's coming. So you could do auctioning that way. Uh, but I like the part where you just don't reset the cap between every round. Yeah. You give an advantage to those people that have saved some money. All right. I want to take a quick break and then I want to talk about the pools. So you can, you, how you can play fantasy, how you can play fantasy to scale to 10 people or 50 people or 100 people or 1,000 people in the playoffs when we come back right after this. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, Brian, we're back. Fantasy Football Weekly. I am Paul Charchi and Brian Johnson. Hey, George. Um, play, if you would, the NFC postseason Hold'em game. This is through Fanball. It's got a prize pool of 
$25,000, I believe. Life-changing money. Life-changing money in the playoffs. NFC.SHGN.com. That's too hard. That's too hard, but yes. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm it's sorry. the NFC postseason hold'em, and each week, the, the way it works is, uh, and by the way, it's $200 to play, so it's not cheap to get into, but it's a $125,000 payout. Yeah. Um, each week, the number of points an NFL player earns gets multiplied by the number of consecutive weeks that player's been on your roster. So, again, if you can get that four-week wild card run, your multiplier is times four mm-hmm. on your Super Bowl players who came from the wild card, which, by the way, that's how you win this thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, again, it's the NFC postseason hold'em. You can, um, you can Google that. You can, uh, you can, it's accessible via Fanball or this F. B C dot S H G N F C dot S H G N. We got we gotta have a better system than that. Sports too hard. Games Network is S H G N. Yeah, that's that's too hard. All right, so we encourage you to check that out. Let's talk about pools within your unlimited number of participants. I know you've got uh, you've got some pools you want to talk about. I've got a couple of them here as well. Do you want to go first or second? Well, mine is more actually around the teams and not the players, and there are. A limited number of participants. So you go first, and then I'll go okay. over. If right. People just want to, you know, are afraid to do fantasy for whatever reason. You can still just play playoff games with using the teams, and there's a lot of fun Bo. games to do. I know, but still, I um, still I do both. But all right, okay. Uh, Twelve position. Here's it. So there's a pool that you, again you could send this off to everybody in your contact list. Twelve positions to fill using players from all twelve teams. One player per team. So. If you choose Patrick Mahomes, you can't have Travis Kelsey, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's you, you know, you've got 12 positions, you know, probably the ones we talked about before two quarterbacks, uh, you know, three running backs, three receivers, two, uh, two kickers, two defense, uh, two tight ends. You fill those out, but only one player per team, NF, actual NFL team. Um, and then you can, uh, so that's, you know, that's one way to go. And then you just let that ride. You just let that. You just let that roster ride the whole time. So you would think kicker and defense are the two you could part with easiest. Easiest, but yeah. maybe I don't know. If that's Eagles, the case. Cowboys, yeah, but is that Vikings, the case? Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It depends. Well, see, it's funny you bring that up. Quarterbacks and kickers are way more valuable in playoff because they're sure points, mm-hmm. and the 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 reason we don't draft them very highly in fantasy is because. All quarterbacks are the same. All kickers are the same. All defenses are the same. Or they, you know, they don't have a lot of variation. Right. But when you don't have one at all because your team's been knocked out, that's a huge differential. Oh, huge yeah. differential. Big time. And so I take quarterbacks early in all my playoff stuff, and even the kickers and the defenses. And there are a lot of people that are so ingrained into not taking them. I think it's a huge advantage. I'm I glad agree. You brought that I up. agree. Another playoff pool option. Every round is basically a redraft where you pick one quarterback. In this case. A quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, a tight end for the playoffs. That's only one, two, three, four, four, four positions. But you can only pick, you can't pick a player twice. So you can pair players together in the same week, like yeah. Mahomes and Kelsey. But yes, I could. Never but use them I can again. never use them again. Use them so again. you got to figure out when you you're going to decide your you're going to pick. Yeah, pick your spots with those players. And I, I like that angle. You could go a deeper roster than just one quarterback, one running back, one tight end, one one wide receiver if you wanted to, including kicker and defense. Uh, but I like the part that you can't you can't pick another you can't pick the player again. So you got to apply a little strategy to that. ESPN's got something called the Grid Iron Playoff Challenge. It's a salary cap game, and player salaries increase every week. 
but you get to hold the old salary from whenever you added that guy. So if you add a wild card guy and he's winning and winning, his salary cap, his team's winning, his salary cap's going to keep going up, but not for you because you locked him in early. This is a sitting on a players with a buy scenario again, where mm-hmm. like Lamar Jackson will be five bucks on his buy, right, and then ten. But you you get him for five if you just yeah, if you're, you sit you're on willing that to sit yep. on that, sit on the player, yeah. But we're we're you and I were kind of advocating not to do that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I like having the games under my belt. I don't know. Yeah, I do too. Because teams, I lose want action their all the time too. Yeah, yeah I know. Mm-hmm. I'm with yeah, you. Absolutely. Talk to me about this team based one that you were you were mentioning. Uh, there's two. There's a uh, confidence pools and NFL. Uh, they're called takeover pools. Uh, the confidence pools are easy. You can have any number of. Uh, users, players, whatever in your league, and you take all 12 playoff teams okay. and you assign confidence points to them, 1 through 12. You can only use yep. one number each. And if I put a 12 on a team, it's my most conf- It's right. I have the most confidence in that team. And every time the team wins, wins you get, get that the number many of points. points. And again, yeah. uh, teams that are on by have fewer opportunities to win, so there's strategy there. If you put your 12 points on a wild card team and they make a run, I think I would be tempted. Well. I would be tempted to put... My all my top six points, my so numbers uh, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8. I think that's six. Uh, maybe it, now it's four. Uh, seven, six, all wild cards. Every one of them wild cards. Now I don't have to figure out which wild card teams are yep. going to advance, I like but I, I'd be rolling the dice that some of them are going to advance. And because one always gets hot. Somebody One or gets two hot, always right. gets hot now, going in. You could just say, well, you know what? I want the Ravens, and I want the 12 points, and I, w- I would get that. And I'd probably put the I, – I, but if I'm in a big pool, you have to go contrarian to some degree, don't you? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. You know? So pool size is a variable here too, right? Mm-hmm. If you've got a pool with 100 players, you have to go contrarian. You can't – this is a little bit like a March Madness pool. Mm-hmm. You have to – at some point, you just ha- – you have to get a little bit lucky, and you have to be the guy that's – that figured out which underdog was going to win some games that nobody saw coming. If you're in a small pool with 10 people or eight people or 12 people or whatever, you can go then you can chalky go chalky and yeah. then just make one contrarian pick. But yeah, I'm with you. If you want to ship the whole thing, you gotta, you gotta be unique, stand yeah. out and uh, put more than one point on the Vikings. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sorry to say that. To the, I know the we're bitter <laughs> Viking fans here in Minnesota right now as they, uh, they just got handled by the Packers. Oh, Whew, so. it, this one stung in a way that I was not uh, was not necessarily prepared well, for. Well, in a takeover pool, there's hope. Take? There's, what is a takeover There's pool? hope for the Vikings because okay. the takeover pool involves the spread. Okay. So you can you uh, it works best with 12 or 6 people. So either with 12 people, everyone gets a team, or 6 people each get two teams at the start of the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I, I suggest you pick them ra- rather than like drawing out of a hat or whatever to a draft. But basically... You have your two teams, like I have, uh, let's say, the Vikings and the Saints play, right? I got mm-hmm. the Vikings plus six and a half. You have the Saints. Minus I cover. Okay. I take over your team, even though the Saints won. Oh. Because I covered my okay. six and a half. Yeah. I take your team over because the Vikings are yeah. they lost. They're right. out. But right. they won for me. Okay. But I take your team over. And if I had the Saints and they, and covered, they covered, I would just you, keep you the Saints. On, and I'm done. That's kind of cool. It is. It's fun. And then whoever has the Super Bowl winner against the spread at the end is the winner. Oh, so it's just last team standing. Last whoever, team whoever, standing. whichever team the last against takeover. the spread yeah. ended up winning. All right. So you got to start with exactly twelve or six. So six. You, you got to start with six, right? Well, you can either with twelve people. Oh, it's 12. one team. We each have one team for the whole thing. Or with six Wait, people, we have two teams. Couldn't two I go twenty-four players? 
No, I no, couldn't because they don't no. all play at the same time. Twelve is the most. I think you twelve can do. is the most because the most games you have it in any one. You can do anything Wait. divisible by twelve, really. We could do this head to head where we each have six teams. Yeah, but right, that right. would be weird because then I'd have both my teams playing against each other probably in some. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's a fun. It's easy and it's fun. And hey, it's, uh, well, one other reminder for uh, for any of these any of these pool systems, if you want to simplify the funds for all these, and especially these big pools that could be fifty or hundred. Use LeakSafe, for the love of God. All you have to do is just send a link, and everybody just pays on that link. And we hold all the funds for the for the duration of the NFL playoffs. And at the end, you tell us who won, and we release all the funds to the winners. It couldn't be easier. And most of these playoff leagues, it seems like people are playing for 10 bucks, 20 bucks. Man, getting 10 bucks from 50 people? Ugh, who wants that? Good luck. Just use LeakSafe. Uh, we encourage you to try that. And by the way, there's a bunch of playoff uh, leagues. We have a classified system on LeakSafe. So that if you want to go join a playoff system, a playoff league of some kind, there's a bunch of playoff leagues that are looking for owners uh, at League Safe in the classifieds area. We encourage you to check that out. Um, there you go. We're back every Friday, folks. It's going to be super fun doing fantasy football weekly all all off season. That'll I'm going to be sharper rolling into next year's preseason shows than I've ever been. And um, and that means we're going to be breaking down all kinds of stuff throughout the offseason, the free agency moves, you know, all the things that, you know, all, rule changes, format changes that we want to talk about, guillotine leagues, the NFL draft, best ball. Was, we can start talking best ball ADP practically <laughs> right now. I, I know. They're, they're, they're going to save that for another show. When do people start drafting best ball for 2020? Uh, basically when the confetti starts falling at the Super Bowl. Well, all right. So that's <laughs> about much. it. All right. So early February, yeah. it starts going. It's unreal. And then next week, and although throughout the playoffs, we'll break down more of the actual games that are happening fantasy style and talk through that a little bit for DFS players and just other people who care about what's, what's coming up from, from a, a game impact standpoint. Now for those in the crush charge championship on fanball.com. Mm-hmm. If you're not in the Crush Charge Championship, you can still play DFS on Fanball.com, of course. I got like three or four players real quick. Can I throw them out there? Yeah, sure. Some favorites for me at each position. Yeah. yeah. And again, these are teams that are playing for something. These are only the players I'm targeting. Ryan Tannehill at Houston. Three touchdowns and three straight for Tannehill, including Houston two weeks ago. Houston getting flamed by virtually everyone. Yeah, that secondary, that secondary is old and not good. And Houston might fold up shop in a game that Tennessee desperately needs to win, winning in. So I'm locking Tannehill Tannehill in all my lineups. All right. Running back, Alvin Kamara. Over the last five weeks, Carolina conceding 190-plus combo yards and two whole touchdowns per game to opposing running backs. Kamara didn't score in the first meeting, did top 100 combo yards, but in his previous four against the Panthers, totaled five touchdowns. I think he goes off against Carolina. Okay, but wait, how expensive is he? He's like, he's... Upper echelon of the he's running gonna, backs. It's going to be like seven thousand something, yeah, he's right? He's affordable though. He's affordable. But, but affordable. what about Latavius Murray, who's dirt cheap, and backup runners get paid against Carolina because they're so bad? I like it. Why not both? Well, Why yeah, the rare both? running, the rare <laughs> running back stack. It might work. There. It might work. It really might. And Murray's done nothing for weeks. Nobody's taking Latavius Murray right now. I like it. I like that call charge. Very contrarian. And uh, and. You know, the Saints are going to the playoffs. Why not work Latavius Murray in a one-sided affair against Will Greer in which they're going to be ahead? Why not save Alvin Kamara up for the playoffs? You need him to be special in the playoffs. You need him to be healthy on that that ankle he's been nursing all season long. Why not run Latavius Murray? All right. You've convinced me to flip-flop. I like it. All right. Real quick, receiver Julian Edelman at home against the Dolphins. 
So Miami slot corner Joe Mall Wiltz. Joe Mall Wiltz. Joe Mall Wiltz is bad. Out. Well, bad. And, and he's out. Oh, he's out. He's oh, out. That's too bad. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, they I would him this week. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if they have anyone. Well, there's probably could. there's somebody there's somebody wearing a number that starts with a two or a three that's going to try to guard him and. God only even knows who that guy is going to be, but he's worse than Jomo Wiltz. My gut's telling me this, regardless if it's Joe Mall or Joe, Joe Mall, uh, Joe Molman, uh, Edelman, <laughs> quiet in the first meeting. It's not it's not Hans Molman, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I was saying Boo Earns. Uh, yeah. Edelman, quiet when New England won 43 to nothing, understandable, but in his previous five against Miami, logged at least seven catches in every game, at least 75 yards receiving, totaled five touchdowns in those five games. I like Edelman a lot. Yeah, only worry is just the... You know, the usage has been so low with him because he's got so many injuries. Head, shoulder, chest, I believe. He was on the field enough last week, though, right? Um, I don't have a snap count in front of me, but just the usage the last few weeks has been low. He hasn't popped off in a while. I just feel one coming in week 17. Yeah, I I'm, look, the matchup, the matchup certainly sings. What about Brady? Nobody wants Brady, right? Nope. He's been so mundane. Roughly, I, d- I looked this up a couple of days ago. He's going to finish in most of my leagues right around quarterback 22, 23, 24 in that range. Brady is. Mm-hmm. Nobody's interested in him. But obviously, the matchup, though, is yeah. golden. And, you know, Miami wins this. They're, they clinch the number two seed. So oh, they'll uh, have no problem just, yeah, I'm sorry, New England. They'll have no problem running it up and, you know, airing yeah. it out because they're going to have a bye week coming up. So, yeah, I like the Brady call, too. And then lastly, my boy Jacob Hollister at tight end uh, uh, at home against San Francisco. The hammer game, the night game for the NFC West Championship. Mm-hmm. Eight for 62 and a touchdown when these teams met in week 10. And over the last four weeks, the Niners' defense has fallen off. When covering it really has. They've yielded the most red zone targets and touches to opposing tight ends who have collectively averaged six catches for 69 yards and one whole touchdown during that four-week span. So, Jacob Hollister. Niners' defense has been much worse broadly, not just tight ends, broadly lately, but they've also been injured all over the place. I think they get virtually everybody back for this one. Richard Sherman came back for most of last game. Quan Williams, D. Ford. They've been, you know, it's been, they've been, you know, the injuries have been really a problem for them, but... I think they're getting healthy now and then perhaps into the playoffs. See, this is where the Niners can be sneaky in the playoffs. People have seen this inconsistent Niners defense for the last month. Mm-hmm. If they're all getting back to healthy again, that Niners defense is arguably the best in the league yeah. if whenever when when it's all hands on deck. So, um I think they're uh, I think they're going to be a little under the radar. Niners. I like it. And if they're a wild card team, ooh. We'll stack that baby. George Kittle will be a very popular pick if the Niners are a wild card team in yes. any of these playoff it, it, they, Potentially the first overall player, maybe even. Maybe. I mean, who knows? Like Although it. Lamar Jackson's going to be the first player taken in all of them, I think. Uh, all right, Brian, thanks for all your help in this podcast. Thank we'll be you. back next week for another off, well, not off season, playoff edition of Fantasy Football Weekly. Talk to you later, everybody. Bye-bye. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is 
finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.